welcome to SED. I'm your host, Jane Dagme, Editor-in-Chief of Designers Today. SED covers the wonderful industry of interior design from various, often eclectic, angles. At its most literal, SED is the spoken complement to what's written in the pages of our magazine. Esoterically speaking, SED, S-A-I-D, stands for Something About Interior Designers. In a nutshell, the podcast is devoted to the ongoing curiosity and admiration we have for these diverse, passionate, and often quirky individuals. SED celebrates the way they think, work, live, and define themselves. Enough said. Let's get into our show. Emily Morrow Home is a luxury hardware flooring brand whose timeless designs and performance qualities align with the needs of today's discerning designers and clients. Constructed of premium North American hardwoods and featuring thicker, longer, wider planks in beautiful finishes and styles, the floors also have a surface barrier to make them splash, spill, and scuff-proof. Crafted in Tennessee by hand, inside of a medium-security prison, Emily Morrow Home is a story of second chances and taking pride in what one does. Go to emilymorrowhome.com for more information and tell them Donatella sent you. Hello, this is Andrea Lillo, stepping in for Jane this week. I'm the managing editor of Designers Today, and I recently spoke to Jenna Gadusik about her company, eDesign Tribe. Enjoy. Jenna, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I should mention that we're doing this by Zoom. Had you heard of Zoom before the pandemic, or are you a newbie to it as like <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've been using Zoom for years, actually. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Actually, I remember you had said once that you have been on Facebook since when it was called The Facebook. So you've, you're you really technical. I, I might need to call you about computer issues in the future, but yeah. that's another <laughs> conversation. Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Thanks for having me. What, yeah, what a great time to be in eDesign right, with the pandemic. Where are you uh, holding up for the pandemic? You're in I'm in Gainesville. Yeah, I'm in Gainesville, Florida now, which is uh, like I, I told you before we started recording here, I, I moved down from the Bronx about two years ago. So I am very grateful to be in Florida versus the Bronx right now during this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of more outdoor space and more storage space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So normally you, you work from home normally, I assume. Yes, uh, for the past five years. Uh-huh. And I, are you, because now you have uh, your husband and a young child, are you used to having them all at home with you all day? <laughs> no, no. My husband's actually um, the executive chef down here at University of Florida. So he still has to work because there's still kids on campus um, and he has to, you know, provide meals for them. Uh, so he still goes to work and he's very, very cautious. But my three-year-old is with me now instead of going to her for a little school. And it is challenging (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. definitely a lot of parenting skills coming uh coming into play there for sure yeah um well we still I appreciate you taking the time today um so like I said so e-design obviously is is so timely right now during the pandemic and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about your company which is e-design tribe what was your vision for it when you started and how it's kind of evolved So let me start at the beginning, I guess. Um, I had a corporate job in New York and I was working for a furniture company 
with those long commutes into the meatpacking district. Um, and I just could not work for somebody else's money anymore um, and deal with those long hours and miserable heat. And it's just, I was just done and um, I wasn't feeling creative. And uh, that is about the time that Laurel and Wolf and Home Polish <laughs> both don't exist anymore, but um, both of them were, were new on the scene. And um, I was working in the trade department um, for a furniture company there in the city. And I was getting calls all the time to place orders for these online virtual companies. And I remember saying to one of the girls, this is the future of interior design. Um, you know, there's nothing that's ever going to replace in-home design consultations and going out and being there physically. But this is a new channel. And I see an amazing future for this. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. And I was like, no, I'm serious. I'm going to like quit my job and I'm going to do that. So that's exactly what I did um, with the support of my husband. And then later, you know, a year later, I ended up having my daughter, which, you know, working from home, it was incredible, but it was incredibly lonely, especially being in a city surrounded by people. But I was chained to my desk because I was trying to meet deadlines and I was working for, you know, these big box e-design companies and really making pennies when I, I had to pay my rent and it was very expensive to live there. And then, you know, a newborn baby. So I decided to start this community in 2018 for online interior designers or for designers um, or design professionals in general that were looking to add virtual services um, to their to their offerings and just create a sense of community that no that didn't exist in a place that was positive because e-design and virtual design it gets a bad rap because of these other companies that have really diminished its reputation from the get-go by you know devaluing what we do and putting this low price point on it. So I said. I'm going to share my knowledge because I, you know, after a few years had a thriving business myself and I like to experiment with new things and explore new op opportunities that are related to like, you know, what the fashion world is doing and what other industries are doing and take it into the design online world. So when I created this community, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to share my knowledge. It's going to be for everybody. And we're going to connect on a different level. We're going to find out where people live and maybe create little uh, get togethers. And well, not now, but hopefully one day we <laughs> can. Thing, yeah. 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 Um, so, so let's do that. And let's just create this camaraderie because it's, it's hard in this industry and it's so divided, especially in the online world. So out of necessity, I built this community and then an online school and the rest is history. <laughs> wow. So yeah. I think you said once that you, at the beginning of the year of this year, you had like 100 designers members. And where where has that gone since then? Yes. So I launched the well, uh, I have a few different things. So my on um, in Facebook is where I, I created the community in 2018 it grew since the pandemic. I was at 2,000 members um, in that eDesign Tribe Facebook group in January. And then when all this hit, I gained another like 1,100 just in the past few months. So everybody's like, how do I do this? You know, and then they just stayed because it's a cool place to hang out. People just enjoy connecting there. Um, and I monitor it like, crazy just because I will not have any, you know, negative um, comments there. And that's what keeps people because they, they like the positivity, um, you know, that we, that we have. We so positivity as, as we can get yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
yeah, especially with the mental health that's, uh, you know, going on in this, in this country. So I try to, um, make it a place that's positive. If you're going to be on Facebook, which totally honest, if I didn't have this group, I would not be on Facebook because it, you know, you just scroll for hours and it's like (laughs) such a time suck, but, um, so, so yeah, I, I created this to, um, to have that, that special place and it just kept green gaining this momentum and out of necessity. Again, I created this platform with this incredibly photorealistic rendering software. And then another program that I developed myself that allows designers to earn money off of the products that they're sourcing. Um, and that's called the eDesign tribe platform. And that grew from a hundred people earlier this year to now 800 plus in, okay, in, um, gotcha. Oh, interesting. It's still a huge jump, huge jump. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I think you said that you've always wanted to be an e-designer, never in person. Is there a reason for that? Is it a time issue or, or what's the reason behind that? I am actually very introverted. Um, I'm a homebody and I know I'm a Leo. It's weird, but (laughs) if given the option, I would stay in my house um, and not have to travel. But, you know, I did used to do in-person consultations and um, I just didn't like to travel the back to back, like the back and forth. And then, you know, like, I just don't like the commute. It's, I, I feel like my time could be better spent doing other things and I could be making more money when I don't have to sit in the car for two hours or sit on a train for two hours traveling back and forth. Right. So working virtually, I cut out all that time, which enabled me to make more money during the, those times. So I just, I don't know, I prefer it. <laughs> yeah, if it works for your style, then that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. And especially now, obviously, it's uh, uh, very yeah. beneficial for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what new features have you added to the website recently? I think you have like a design in five or something or is there something else? Okay. Yep. So first we, you know, I had the rendering software. So design in five is the program that I developed. And um, back in 2018, I did a beta test with one of my other designer friends, Cass, and we did this together. We actually launched a whole site called design in five. And at that time I was testing out the software in a different way. It was more of a quiz format where, and it was open to consumers actually. And it was really to make us earn affiliate commission um, and, you know, control their choices, but still give them a really cool outcome by selecting, you know, here, which sofa do you like best? Which chair do you like best? And Mm -hmm. then in the end, they got this full design plan. And the whole time I'm like, I have all of these designers that would love this program. So I had a developer, um, Then I switched developers and he was the one that my new developer, Mike, is phenomenal. I'm like, what about this crazy idea? And he's like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Let me just figure out the logistics. So um, he he took it and ran with it. And what the Design and Fly program does is it brings in brands, whether they sell through e-commerce and have an affiliate program or they sell through my e-commerce store called the eShop. And then uh, I also have a 10% affiliate uh, program to my designers that are on the platform to earn commission when they recommend products in the eShop. Um, and then the third option is to bring in brands and wholesale um, to just insert their product feed and their 3D models into our rendering software for designers to source for their clients directly um, and then be able to you know purchase directly through and make full margin. Um, on on the product that they're referring. So all of those product feeds now come into the main dashboard and provide designers 
unlimited resources to create shop the look boards, embeddable shopping lists right into their blog posts, if they're self-hosted right into their site. They can use like MyDoma or something else if they have another program um, for their project management and link their invoices to it. It truly is an open-ended um, platform that's that really caters to the needs of the designer because I have no investors. I did this solely off of, honestly, sales from my eDesign U courses and funded it myself so that there's nobody saying you have to do this and you have to do that and restrict the designers because that's exactly what the issues were with all the other programs that we were trying to use that had so many limitations. Wow. So are you, is, is eDesign Tribe you? Or do you have a team or how does that, how do you work? It is uh, lean. I'll say that. It is. <laughs> well, um, that's the way we work mostly, nowadays. Yeah. 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 It is mostly me and it always, it has been mm-hmm. up until about uh, the, the start of this year. Um, I hired my, my friend, Lauren, that is um, actually, she took over my management position at the furniture store when I left. Um, when I lived in Indianapolis, and she's also a designer, and she's incredible at graphics and just maintaining orders and you know all the project management stuff. So I hired her. She's my right hand. She does you know what I do, and we just work very well together. We always have. And then Sarah Dernay um, is an incredible SketchUp rendering artist um, and designer herself, and she spearheads my. Uh, she's the director of 3D modeling is what her position is. So it's really the three of us. And then we have some support staff, um, two other ladies, and that's it. Flooring is in interior designer Emily Morrow's DNA. Born and bred in Dalton, Georgia, Emily enjoyed an exciting career in the flooring industry before bringing her knowledge, design experience, and passion for travel to her eponymous hardwood flooring collection. Impressions from a recent safari inspired new finishes such as Tusker, a clean white oak herringbone, and coordinating nine-inch wide plank whose muted striations recall parched earth and elephant tusks. Great Migration, in harmonious brown-gray tones, immortalizes the yearly trek of wildebeest. Whether the subtle canvas for your next project or the wow factor that drives the design, Emily Morrow Home Hardwood Floors provide a beautiful foundation for life to happen. What is on the horizon for the brand? What do you have planned? Or are you still trying to just get through this year? (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I have these like late night ideas and I'm like, all right, Lauren, is this crazy? Should we just try this? (laughs) And she's like, well, let me put it together and we'll see if they like it. So um, there's a lot. We have a lot coming um, and a lot of consumer facing things. contests within the platform that bring brands together with the designers and create amazing visuals for them to be able to use. Um, And really, my goal is to connect homeowners with the right designer for their job, Mm -hmm. and then the top brands to be able to source the products for that is not like, you know, the other companies that are out there that are using a lot of retail offerings. We are really looking for that unique designer element and connecting it with virtual design, which really hasn't been done before um, because nobody's really connected the dots there. So um, there's a lot on the horizon, but uh, we're working on all the logistics. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you think the pandemic will change home design? Or I don't know if you'll, you know, you, you see projects coming in that are maybe 
just a little bit different now. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that people are living in their home is going to be very different. We're designing a lot of outdoor spaces because a lot of homeowners are no longer um, going on vacation this year. So they're investing that money in their outdoor space. Um, You know, a lot of um, home sanitation areas. So when you're intaking a lot of, you know, your groceries and whatever else is coming to your door, we're sanitizing them and then bringing them in. Um, there's, uh, you know, on the, the brand side, a lot of virtual tours, a lot of virtual show, show houses, um, just a different way of experiencing products because designers can't get out to, you know, a high point or something, um, but they want that interactive application and it's cost effective for the brands too, which is really nice. Um, and it gives them a, a, a new channel that always will live online too, which is very cool. So there's a lot, there's a lot of new things. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of designers not going out after they are able to go back out to homes. A lot of them will say, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. I now have That's an online process. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely see a lot of an outdoor space. You probably see some home office too. Everyone obviously is, you know, the Zoom backgrounds. And, yep. <laughs> yeah. and you don't notice these areas where you need help until you're at home 24 7. Then you're like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. So, you, I think you wrote somewhere that you've always been a, I've always wanted to be a designer, even as a child. So, where did that? love for design or that desire to become a designer? How did you find out about it? Where did they come from? Well, it's funny. I grew up in Colchester, Vermont, just outside of Burlington. I lived in the same house until I went away to college. And then after I went to college, I moved every year. So I've lived everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I've lived in five states. And um, I think I'm up to like 13 different houses now. Oh my. Okay. And <laughs> so living in that same house growing up, my mom like, you know, she changed stuff every once in a while, but we never really changed our decor and I was always so like creative about these things and I just knew from the time that I was rearranging my bedroom when I could finally move my furniture at age 6 that that is what I was going to do. I was like when they told me to go clean my my room on Sundays, I rearranged it and that's what I did all day long. Oh, that's funny. That's every great. week. Yeah. <laughs> and so since then, I mean, my my AP art thesis was a nightclub that I designed. And that's when I decided that I, I had to pursue this. And then I went to college for it. But there was never really a question as to what I was going to do. It was always just interior design. Are you were your parents creative or were they art, artists in some way? Yeah. Yeah. My mom is very crafty um, and her mom is, too. You know, they they just always do that but they work in you know they're blue collar they they do um my mom works at the hospital my dad has works for the water department and they were always so supportive of whatever I wanted to do that that's why I was able to do it and just follow my passion that's really awesome very cool what school did you go to stage college of Albany um in Albany Albany. New York yeah yeah you've been like so you lived in Vermont the Bronx Albany Florida uh, I can't remember where else. <laughs> Indianapolis, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> yep. oh. I mean, so you've gone from the country, the city, the suburbs. I mean, do you consider yourself, you know, like a country girl or urban girl? Like, is there something that you, you know? Um, more cosmopolitan, I'd say, and coastal. I grew up on Lake Champlain. Um, oh, so, I, I, yeah, I've, it's, I mean, I grew up in the most beautiful place in the world. But um, 
well, I'm biased, but yes, it was absolutely gorgeous. And, uh, I, I've always just wanted to live near water again. Now living in Florida, I live in the middle of the state, but I can drive to the ocean. Um, and I always wanted to explore different, I don't know if it's cultures or, you know, just different types of people to see what different design styles and different ways that they live in their house. And I honestly think that that has helped me to be so well-rounded in putting together a community of different people and getting them to all jive together in one spot. Absolutely. So you mentioned style. Like, what would you say is your design style? Like, do you have something you're known for? I mean, obviously, um, you work with clients and whatever they want. But I was just curious, like, what your what your thing is? Yeah, it's it's a mix of contemporary, coastal, and refined farmhouse. If I had to throw a farmhouse word in there, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, just because that's what everybody calls it right now. But right, right. Um, you know, that that rustic a little bit, but more Cosmo. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, I saw on your website, you asked your designers a few questions. So I thought I would ask you some of those questions as well. Okay. What is your biggest decorating pet peeve? Oh, goodness. Um, art that is way too high on the wall. Um, I am five feet tall and I don't want to see something that is like an inch from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And what about, okay, next question. If you could describe your personality as a color, what color would you choose? Oh, honestly, it would be black and white because I am very just matter of fact. It, there's really no gray area. It is this or that. Um, I, I don't like that middle, the straddle there. So two and it's colors. A, classic, a classic combo. So you can't go yeah. wrong with that anyway. Yep. And I was uh, curious, do you collect anything are you known for do you collect you know I don't know you're in Florida maybe you collect shells I don't know or, or some sort of uh other mementos I don't <laughs> I don't collect <laughs> anything yeah um, we're not close enough to the beach my daughter collects them but no I really don't oh interesting okay <laughs> okay uh, is there anything else that you want to mention is there anything um I mean obviously this year kind of started off for everyone I would have thought it was going to be one way, and now it's completely different. I mean, how do you see 2020 kind of you know, going forward, how it's going to be for you? I think we're just going to keep on this trajectory where we're all going to, in some way or another, look for that online option. Um, and it might not be permanent for everybody, but I think everybody's looking for some way to make money either passively or add revenue streams or streamline their process. I think a lot of designers are going to start looking for that if they haven't already and really experimenting and merging and blending the lines from other industries um, so that they can stay cutting edge. Um, I think the industry needs it. I think we need that advancement that we just been stagnant for quite a while. So it's a good push, I think, Absolutely. for this industry. So you have so many different ways that your design members can be involved, whether it's with the, the uh, university or the um, platform, the rendering software, where do most of your people go? Is there like an area, like the e-shop or, you know, where do they mostly uh, operate? Yeah, they start with the eDesign Tribe um, main group, which is open to everybody. Every design professional is welcome to come in. Um, and then they see the cool stuff that we do in eDesign U, which is, you know, where I, where I teach my crazy, weird, you know, <laughs> things that I do that are very unique to, um, 
that I've tested, that I've tried, and then I show you exactly how I've recreated it so that you can and adapt it to your own skills and your own business model. Um, so, you know, they'll come in through the eDesign tribe, they'll stay there and, and have that huge sense of camaraderie, and then they'll take courses with eDesign U, which are a la carte. Um, and then, you know, from there, they, they'll join the platform because they'll see that they need to elevate their visuals to match the level of price point that they want to offer. Um, and, and we have that. Um, they can also add, you know, revenue streams and it's just convenient for them. So typically it's, you know, they, they take a few different paths, but ultimately they always stay in the eDesign tribe for the, for the sense of community. That's wonderful. And how often are you adding new courses to your university? Are you doing this every week or what's the, what's the, I update them every six months. Um, So this month I, or this summer I'm doing eDesign U 3.0 and that's just because programs change. So, you know, uh, things change in, in we grow and we adapt and prices change on things. So in the, you know, new tools come out. So I like to keep it fresh. So once people enroll in my courses, they always get the updates coming on in the future. So they don't have to purchase it again if something is then outdated. I do go through and I, I redo that. Um, and then I started doing group mentor sessions because actually I start tomorrow, but um, they, uh, a lot of designers said, look, I took your courses. It's been awesome, but I need somebody to hold me accountable. And I don't have that right now. So I'm doing small groups where they can all, you know, make these friendships in a group that doesn't have 3,100 other people, you know, that could, they, they have a fear of maybe being judged or something, but I've grouped um, my group mentor sessions into similar groups. So like if you've been in the industry for, uh, one to three years, or if you've been in the industry for five to whatever years you I've grouped them together so they can then become friends after we learn some things together. And it's easier for people to get feedback from you directly. That's awesome. How big are the groups? Like how, how big do you want 15 or less? 15 or less. Oh, 15. Okay. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, thank you so much for your time today. That was, that's all the questions I had, but it was really great to see you. I mean, you know, our listeners won't be able to see you, but it's uh, just really great to connect with you. And I, I can't wait to see what, what's coming down next for uh, eDesign Tribe. Thank you. Me too. I appreciate you having me. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Seb. I sincerely hope you got something of value from the podcast that feeds your brain and fills your heart. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're in the interior design trade and related industries and would like to sign up for a complimentary subscription to the printed or digital magazine, visit designerstoday.com right now and sign up. Until next time.